0: Welcome to the 2023 series, I don't know, it's not is it a series? Is it technically a series? I suppose you could call it one. Could it be, like, how, how do I normally do it? I don't remember. I don't know why I'm whispering anymore, I already ruined the intro. <laughs> mm. Guys, so. I know, just is what it is. Guys, we are, we are, we're back with uh, 2023, this freaky show. Our uh our month long salute to Halloween and everything spooky and uh Halloween uh themed esque. Uh I'm your host Travisy. And I'm the Freak Joe. That's right, the Freak Joe is back for the entire month of October. Uh Joe, how are you doing? I'm great. Wonderful. How's, How's your uh what's up? I say I got a glass of wine, I
1: got my story queued up, I'm ready to go.
0: Is it the wine that uh, Comes in like that plasticky uh Pumpkin label No I don't even know what you're talking about I don't know if that exists anymore But I do remember that was a thing at one point remember that, I just can't remember what the hell it was, but it was like a, I mean, it was a wine bottle, but it just like looked like a pumpkin, pretty much, It's like a, the, the entire label covered the entire bottle, and it was a pumpkin. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't think it probably exists anymore, I can't, I can't remember what, I think, I think it had nothing to do with like a Halloween flavor, like I was like, I don't think it was pumpkin, like, uh, spice, I don't think it was like an apple cider or some shit, I really don't, but... It was really cool that that label. As far as I remember, I think I, I think I I think it was like one of my first wines I had underage. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking to myself because uh, we we really don't know how many uh, freaky shows uh, we're gonna put out. We're definitely gonna do four or how many weeks are in this? video you a know, month five. Mm, I haven't four. looked in a while. Four. four I think right. four. Yeah, four. Uh, so definitely four, but it could be six, it could be eight. It just depends on, uh, just depends on what, uh, what recordings we get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bonus is we are on track, uh, with all the duplicate, uh, shows we're putting out. We're gonna hit our 50 uh, episodes, uh, for the season. Uh, uh, so that's something. And, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're continuing along to, you know, that, that 400 episode mark that we should be at. That's right. Yeah. Which I think technically, if I mathed right, uh we started in twenty fifteen. This coming November would that be eight years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so, i watching.
1: Ah, uh, there it is. Sorry. Yeah, I sorry. Uh, I decided to pull up the uh the video that you posted. And um, I was scrolled a little bit down, and so our heads weren't visible. And so I was like, "Where's our faces? Why did you cut our faces
0: off?" <laughs> oh, I said, "Scroll on, gotcha. you're there." Oh, gotcha. Uh you ta- you're talking about uh, you talking about the uh, freaky cemetery? I am. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the vlog's officially hit this week. Um, for those of you who are curious on when the episodes are going to be released as far as the uh, Freaky Cemetery vlogs over on our YouTube channel at uh, the FreakNut Studios, the schedule is posted on our social media, but uh, if you want to look at it, like really like simple, then first week is going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, second week Tuesday, Thursday, final week Monday, Wednesday, Friday, week after that is Tuesday, Thursday, and then our bonus content will be released on Halloween, uh, but... Of course, the schedule is posted on uh, our social media, so you can go there and check it out, or just subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you'll be notified when they are released. But, yeah, um, I, I guess, you know, and I'm happy. I'm happy everything. First off, I'm happy audio popped up. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm really happy on that. I like uh, I like the different way we did it. It seems like every year we try something new or different uh, to kind of change it up. Uh, and I'm really happy for this year's about it uh the the only downfalls I will tell anyone just a heads up uh there are probably going to be a couple edits that I may have missed and I do apologize for that I'm not a uh, expert on this stuff I do the best I can secondly mm, excuse me I'm getting over bronchitis uh secondly uh I don't know how many of the videos it is, but uh you're going to hear my uh my chubby ass breathing pretty heavy in some uh, some videos. Happens, it does. Um, but no, they. Uh, I think the videos uh, are coming out great. I'm I am happy with them. And like I said, every year we get a little bit better, a little bit better. And uh, I am happy with it. Uh, so make sure you go over to Freaknet Studios and check out the Freaky Cemetery Tour vlogs of 2023, and check out 2022 and 20, uh, 2020 as well. I was wondering, I was yeah, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to start this show out. Like what, like what do I want to talk about on the first episode of this freaky show? Because uh, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it's it, it, it's Halloween season, it's spooky season, the entire month of October is that kid Halloween. Uh, but we could broaden yeah. it a little bit. It doesn't have to just be Halloween. We could go know, admire the the fall season. You know the 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 coolness that uh, is you know the outside as it slowly gets a little bit chillier and you feel that in the air and I mean except for the last few days when it's been eighty seven I was
1: saying what I love about that is that it was eighty five today
0: yeah I know nutty yeah <sighs> uh, I think it will start getting cooler th- uh, starting Thursday um, I hope so hopefully not too cooler like I know like the last couple years we've had like snowy Halloweens yeah so uh hopefully that's not a thing, but I feel like what i wanna talk about the like the first thing, like the first episode here like what i wanna discuss is um pumpkin spice pumpkin flavored uh things oh yeah, because uh obviously that is a fad that is growing
1: yeah absolutely are you a pumpkin spice guy you like pumpkin
0: spice i love i love pumpkin flavored things um mm-hmm. i uh, I'm pretty sure I've had pumpkin spice in my life. I really don't know. I just know I've had pumpkin flavored things from fast food places. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if they were considered pumpkin spice or not. It, no, they had to been, yeah, because I I had I had the uh pumpkin latte from McDonald's. I think that's considered pumpkin spice. Probably. It is. I, I love it. I mean I I didn't I wasn't I wasn't on board with it. Like, well, let me ask you this, Joe. Yeah. Do you remember what year pumpkin spice became a huge fad here in the United States?
1: I I don't know the exact year. My gut instinct says like 2010. Mm. I feel well, like it I, started really picking ah, up steam when I was in college.
0: When I looked it up, it said it officially got big in 2003. Whoa! I don't I don't know if it's like like I, could I just look at like really quick because I wanted to look at. Uh, uh, pumpkin spice uh, popularity started. And the first thing was like like the f- actual pumpkin spice flavor was created back in like the 1930s. Uh, yeah. so, so it's been around for a minute. But I guess the fad really grew uh, starting 2003 up until now. So 20 years, you know, we're going yeah. into uh, that fad. I just um, don't know if it was like, a regional fad that slowly like found its way to the Midwest. Because it definitely sounds like a West Coast thing. Like, you know, Washington, Starbucks kind of stuff. Right. I mean, Star- Starbucks I think was the first person that kind of incorporated pumpkin spice into their menu. I think it. I think if I read the right, I think it was two thousand three, and a, uh, um, a barista from Starbucks started it. So nice. it makes That's me. That's what I'm it, finding. In my yes. brief search here. So it makes me think of like the the woodsy, rainy area of like uh, Washington and uh, Oregon. Northern California, stuff like that. And then branching it downwards and then coming west way, jumping over the Midwest because we're a bunch of backwood hillbillies. How can we appreciate something like that hitting New York and Massachusetts, you know, going down the coast and eventually, eventually having to find their way to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what I assume most fads are. Other than White Castle, I think most fads are like West Coast. Hey, this is incredible. Let's start moving east. Jump over those what eight nine bullshit states in the middle that don't trust <laughs> anything, yeah, and then making it really east and then slowly found the way back. That sounds about right. But what I want to do is, I want to talk about some of the uh, some of the pumpkin flavored uh, items that fast food places are having, and I want to kind of bring back a game that we started playing back in 2020. Right. And uh, so, so we're gonna, we're just for however we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna bring back my Corona. Interesting. All right. So, I'm gonna give you a name of a place. I'm gonna give you a description of their pumpkin flavored thing that they're offering. All right. And, um, I want you to even give it a, uh, a Corona light, as in, like, that's something I don't want to try. Right. Uh, what what are they? Uh, Corona Premier, okay, which is uh, something you would love to try and would probably actually really enjoy. Or a Corona Extra, which is something that probably really shouldn't be like a pumpkin themed menu item.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So light and, is I don't want to try it. Yeah. Premier is I really want to try it. Mm-hmm. Extra is.
0: Don't, why are you making yeah, that? Yeah, it shouldn't be, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 light, light is more like, uh, that doesn't sound good, but I'll still try it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then extra is kind of like, uh, I probably wouldn't want to try it because they're trying way too hard to have a pumpkin thing. Gotcha. Kind of like, um, and then of course for all you guys to know, uh, we are bringing back, uh, Freaky Tales, Cartoon, or uh, sorry, Freak Joe. We'll be reading a, uh, a spooky short story here, uh, in the back half of the episode. So, before we dive into our game here, I want to remind all of you that this episode of This Freaky Show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether they be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. All you gotta do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their website, look through their store, fill your cart up with all their amazing comics, go to checkout, In the discount code box, write FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, but they have four different eBay accounts that they run. And those eBay account links can be found on the homepage of CarterComics.com. Our discount code will work on your eBay purchases as well. If you want a comic book and you can't seem to find it, reach out to CarterComics.com, either from their webpage or on Facebook, and see if they have it. CarterCommerce.com has thousands of titles yet to be uploaded into their store, so check with them and see if maybe they have it in stock. Again, CarterCommerce.com is your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Okay, Joe. Go there. Go there right now. Uh, let's, see. let's start with... Uh... So Some of these uh, descriptions are brief. Some of them aren't. Uh, but let's start with here. So, 7-Eleven wasted no time rolling out its new fall menu. The convenience store franchise released its pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin coffee as early as the 1st of August. So, starting up basic, we got a pumpkin spice latte and a regular pumpkin coffee.
1: Hmm. So for me personally, I do not care for though that combination. I every year I get the pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks and every year I hate it. <laughs> so I am gonna I am gonna go ahead and be like, um, I'm gonna say light. You know, maybe it should exist because people seem to like it. I don't. Yeah. So, but light. I'm gonna go or uh, not not light, but uh, no light. Yeah, I don't want to try it, but it it's fine that it exists. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: So uh, there are, though, pumpkin spice items you do enjoy, right? Just not the latte?
1: It is is few and far between, if I'm being honest. Really? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, this will be a fun game, I guess.
1: Yep, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and find something that I want to try. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Okay, uh, a restaurant, uh, or I guess it's a frozen yogurt shop called Ooh, Sixteen, 16 Handles. That- I do
1: have one comment on that though, and that is that um, the fact that it comes out in August should not exist. Why? That's all uh, because it's a fall thing, and and fall doesn't start until September twenty first.
0: Okay, that's okay. all. <laughs> are you also are you also angry that Christmas decorations are out right now?
1: Yes. Okay, just check. Halloween hasn't even started.
0: Sixteen Handles is a frozen yogurt shop. All right. Uh, Sixteen Handles is falling into the new season with seasonal options. The Oh My Pumpkin Pie flavor is available at participating locations for a limited time. And consists of hints of cinnamon, clove, ginger, and nutmeg. On October 16th, all locations will offer a new graham cracker flavor and s'more twist. So I'm not focused on the cracker or s'more part. You know, that's not what we're here right. for. But we are here for the pumpkin pie. So I guess they are focusing more on the fact that uh, they're looking more on the pie flavor, you know, when they're talking about clove and ginger yeah. and all that stuff. Um, so what about a pumpkin pie flavored frozen yogurt? So uh,
1: I will say Premier because okay. I think that uh, any anything that approximates ice cream deserves trying. So frozen yogurt, I'll try it. I'll try any flavor of it, and I like that it's it's a dessert with a dessert, right? So it's 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 basically a pumpkin pie flavored ice cream, even yes. though it's frozen yogurt. Oops. I would try it. I I the main ingredient in pumpkin spice that I don't like is clove. So as soon gotcha. as you read clove, I was like, oh no! But <laughs> I would try it. I, I'd want to try it. I love I love ice cream. I love frozen frozen dairy desserts. Give them to me. Yeah.
0: Well, there is going to be a point at some time this month where we are going to travel around places and actually try some of these pumpkin flavored um, treats. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it won't be all these because these are very like, these are like countrywide. So let like, me put no, this this way.
1: Yeah, it could be most of them if you go to CarterComics.com.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah,
1: and pick yourself up a few comic books.
0: Yeah, you guys want to supplement our trips. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this one, this one I think is actually pretty good. Um, another broken egg cafe, so breakfast place, cafe, right, is looking yeah, to yeah, yeah. spice up your breakfast this t- fall 2023. The breakfast franchise is offering the pumpkin waffle, a pumpkin spice cold brew. Oh, I'm sorry, a pumpkin waffle and pumpkin spice cold brew. At test locations only, guests can only enjoy pumpkin spice pancakes shown above. You can't see them, which are layered and topped with whipped cream, caramel sauce, biscotti crumbles and crispy sage and served with two eggs and bacon or sausage. So we're looking at pumpkin waffles, pumpkin pancakes and a pumpkin spice cold brew. Uh, I'm in
1: on the waffles and the pancakes. So premiere for both of those. And uh, people are allowed to like what they like, but Mm -hmm. I do not believe that cold brew coffee should exist, and it sure as shit should not be
0: pumpkin flavored. So I'm going
1: extra on on the cold brew.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm glad you said that, Joe, because at participating badass coffees of Hawaii locations, they're spicing up fall with new menu options. Items in the Aloha Autumn Collection include the Island Pumpkin Spice Latte, the Iced Pumpkin Lava Latte. Actually, that's weird. No, that's got to be a typo. Tell me if this is a typo. Iced Pumpkin Lava Late. Got
1: to oh, be a typo, yeah. right? I don't know. That sounds like it. it. could be either a typo or like they're trying to do a
0: pun and they're doing it badly. Actually, mm, And Caramel Apple Mana. Caramel apple is fantastic. I, I love caramel apple. I don't think apple cider gets the recognition it, it should over fall. Completely agree with you. Love. I love a good cider. Like when I like going to like the um, like the pumpkin patches or like the fall festival kind of things. Like, I I mean I I will I can be content with some good like apple cider. Absolutely, but we're only talking about pumpkin, so the caramel apple mana is gonna have to go. So we're only focusing on the island pumpkin spice latte and the ice pumpkin lava. I'm going to, I'm going to assume it's lattes. I'm going to call it the ice pumpkin lava latte. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to say light Mm -hmm. for the hot one and I'm going to say extra, uh, yeah, extra for the cold one.
0: Excellent. Uh, beans and brews coffee house is getting in on the Fall 2023 fun with pumpkin spice menu options. Seasonal items include the pumpkin pie, what the hell is that word, Mm. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin pie Fratellia latte, F-R-I-T-A-L-I-A, Fratellia? Spell that again, sorry. F-R-I-T-A-L-I-A.
1: Yeah, Frittalia is probably the closest. I don't know. I've never seen that okay. word before.
0: Uh, which is made with real pumpkin and spices, topped with whipped cream and sprinkled with nutmeg and cinnamon, and the Caramel Apple Energy Drink. We're not discussing that. Uh, which contains an apple flavor blended with or without plant-based energy. That actually does sound pretty solid. But we're not doing, maybe we'll do apple cider, maybe down the road. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe we're next we're, week. We yeah, because yeah, I do love a or maybe
1: apple in November. Cider. I don't know. That feels like a November
0: thing. <laughs> All right. as, long as, we, as long as we do it before winter, I think, for salad. Okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, huh. right. so we're looking at the pumpkin pie frittaglia latte, which is made of real pumpkin and spices topped with whipped cream and sprinkled with nutmeg and cinnamon.
1: Mm. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say extra. I, I don't think this should exist. Gotcha. It just sounds gross. When you talk about pumpkin puree in your coffee, I'm just like, ugh. Like, cause like it's like people don't understand that like pumpkin spice is a spice blend that is good for pumpkin. So it doesn't it doesn't need to have pumpkin in the latte. It could just be it can just be cinnamon and nutmeg and cloves in your coffee, and it tastes it's kind of nice if you like those spices. I don't I don't love those spices, but it tastes kind of nice if you like those spices.
0: There there I, are some there are some spices that yeah you know, that it's just a little even if you have enough it's just still too much uh, yeah. What the hell is that one thing? Um there's a spice that they put in the sausage. it like messed me oh, up yeah. like at the burger uh, challenge. Uh f- not fentanyl. Fennel, no go. Yeah. yeah Fen fentanyl will fuck me up too. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent would have been bad if they put it in the sausage. But yeah, fennel, oh. Like just just smelling it, it just makes me nauseous.
1: Yeah, I don't like it in sausage. I love it Ugh. in a tomato sauce. Terrible in sausage.
0: If if you hide it, okay. But yeah. Uh, Beyond Juicery Plus Eatery I think I've heard of Beyond Juice before Uh, In celebration of autumn Beyond Juicery Plus Eatery Released a new seasonal menu For a limited time fans can enjoy The brand's almond butter Pumpkin smoothie Honey crisp bliss smoothie Caramel Apple acai bowl Is Is it acai? I think so Okay uh rustic maple bacon salad and maple bacon barbecue wrap. So we're not worried about anything non pumpkin related. So our focus here is the almond butter pumpkin smoothie.
1: I'll allow it. I think that sounds really I would, you know what, premiere. That sounds sure. really good. I I like the idea of it as a smoothie. I don't know why, but it, it appeals to me. Alright. You know, because it's, it's like, not trying to be something else.
0: Right, maybe it's because it's not coffee, and everyone does coffee. Yeah, see, this kind of this kind of coincides with our conversation we had a couple of weeks ago about what can you really use pumpkin for,
1: right? Yeah, I will say uh, it does bring up this whole thing does bring up a really important uh, point that we should bring up later too is um, uh, maple is absolutely a fall flavor that should be in the conversation Ooh. if you're looking for an alternative to pumpkin spice.
0: I can see that. I, I do like maple. Maple, yeah, maple I've style.
1: Been, yeah. there's, a, uh, there's a Stan's Donut by me, and yeah. I've had them a couple of times lately, and mm. uh, they have a maple latte that I really like. And I'm not a flavored coffee guy. I'm not really a lot. I just like black coffee.
0: Yeah.
1: I love the maple latte at Stan's Donuts.
0: Yeah. Stan's Donuts uh, sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a franchise or a small shop? I think they're a franchise. Ooh, stand on us, reach out. Um, yeah, because for the hell of it, like last this past weekend, yeah, I think it was this past weekend. I uh, I went and got breakfast from McDonald's, and I got a uh, I got the pumpkin spice latte just to try it. And I was I was you know I'm, I'm recovering from uh, asthma bronchitis and everything, so like. Just smelling the fumes and everything just really helped steam. The steam, not the fumes. The steams that was coming off and everything. And it got to a point where it was cool. But, dude, when I drank it, it was actually pretty fantastic. Nice. Ooh, do that. Do that. Uh, while pumpkins get a lot of love during the fall, caramel apples shouldn't be forgotten. See, Bob Evans knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to assume. There's probably not going to be anything here we're going to have to look at. But Bob Evan's restaurant has released the caramel apple breakfast menu. To put a twist on classic options, the seasonal menu includes Caramel Apple Farmer's Choice, Caramel Apple's Hot Cakes, Caramel Apple French Toast. The restaurant franchise is also offering Appleberry Splash, an iced drink that's mixed with real pomegranate with 100% apple juice. Mm -hmm. So nothing coffee related, but, you know, he's he's right about the apples. Uh, Caribou. Caribou coffee has fallen into the new season with an extensive pumpkin spice menu featuring 15 beverages. Uh, They didn't list them all, but there's options like these seasonal drinks include pumpkin espresso shakers, hot and iced pumpkin lattes, nitro pumpkin lattes, pumpkin white mocha, pumpkin chai, iced pumpkin chai, and pumpkin blended craft press.
1: I think... Everything on there for me would probably go in the light like category mm. because it's mostly coffee and pumpkin spice. Gotcha. I don't particularly care for it. Lots of people seem to like it. I I don't have an interest in trying it except the chai. I think a pumpkin spice chai sounds fantastic, and I would really like to try it. So I'm going to put that in Premiere.
0: Excellent. CC's Pizza. No. Oh. I don't. I don't think it is what you think it is. <laughs> okay. At CC's Pizza, guests can enjoy pumpkin spice cinnamon rolls. Ah, all right. I'm in. A, I'm back in. For a, a limited time, the seasonal treat consists of pumpkin spice infused icing, as well as a hint of cinnamon, clove, and nutmeg. Yeah. Premiere. Premier. Did, Did you th- think it was a pumpkin pizza?
1: I thought for sure it was going to be <laughs> like a like a pumpkin puree sauce. With like vegan cheese oh, and God. pumpkin spice just sprinkled over the top. And I was gonna be like, look, I'll try it, but get out of here with that. <laughs>
0: you know, there there's gotta be a way to make like uh like pumpkin noodles. I think we talked about that, like how like squash and zucchinis are made like like z- zoodles, zoodles and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um clean juice. Uh At Clean Juice, guests can choose if they're Team Pumpkin or Team Apple or get the best of both. Items on the Juice franchise's Fall 2023 menu include the Pumpkin One Smoothie, the Pumpkin One with Cold Brew Smoothie, the Autumn Bowl Salad, okay, uh the Apple Cider One Fresher, and the Fall Acai Bowl, the Apple Crisp Acai Bowl, and the Apple Pie Toast. So we're looking at a pumpkin smoothie, a pumpkin cold brew smoothie, and an autumn bowl. Which if I'm looking at that picture, it doesn't look like it has like, uh, what the hell is that word I'm trying to think of? Pureed pumpkin on it.
1: Mm. I like it in a bowl. That would be all right. I I will call Premier on all of it, even though I don't particularly want to try the cold brew. Gotcha. But the other things sound good, so I'm just going to allow it.
0: Mm. Well, one of the items we're definitely going to try when we do sample these pumpkin-flavored things is coming from Culver's. Oh, all right. Uh, Culver's is offering autumn-flavored ice cream flavors from September 4th to November 26th. Uh, These options include a pumpkin pecan fresh frozen custard, salted caramel pumpkin concrete mixer, and a pumpkin spice shake.
1: Ooh, I'm going to premiere all of those.
0: Right, Yeah, we will be trying all of
1: those. Yeah, I'm I'm in. 100%. That sounds all delicious to me. 100% trying all of those.
0: Uh, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen is rolling out the DQ Fall Blizzard menu. Guests can enjoy Ice Cream Franchiser's Pumpkin Pie Blizzard Treat. Uh, snickerdoodle Cookie Dough Blizzard, Caramel Fudge Cheesecake Blizzard. Nope, Oreo, nope, nope, nope. Well, the only one we're looking at here is the pumpkin pie blizzard. I'm in. Premier. Excellent.
1: Once again, ice cream and pie, how could you go wrong? Even if you don't particularly like the pie. Uh,
0: Dunkin' then- Donut. Dunkin' rolled out his pumpkin spice menu before the colors of the leaves began to change. Since August 16th, fans have been enjoying the donuts and coffee brand pumpkin spice signature latte, nutty pumpkin coffee, Pumpkin Swirl, Pumpkin Munchkin, Pumpkin Donuts, and Pumpkin Muffins to get Gen Zers excited for the new season. Duncan has also partnered with actor Ben Affleck and rapper Ice Spice for the new Ice Spice Munchkins drink.
1: Uh, am I allowed to say um, uh, all of the food should exist but ice spice and Ben Affleck shouldn't.
0: That's fine. Okay, great. All, I actually, I, 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 I was gonna.
1: What, what I was gonna say was that um, we. This is another one. We try them every year, and um, the the pumpkin spice donuts from from Dunkin'.
0: Yeah,
1: have gotten objectively worse over the last couple of years. They you know, they changed the recipe.
0: That. I've noticed that too. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So I don't light. I don't want to yeah. try them again. I think I think the last time I got anything pumpkin there from Dunkin', I think it was last year, and I got Munchkins. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only Safe different, way to do it. right? I think the only difference for me was I think like because we go in the morning, they're fresh. Yeah. So I think if we end up doing, you know, when when we end up, I can't, I can't stop saying that but when we do this, we uh we we should probably start, you know, first thing in the morning at like Dunkin's and Starbucks. You know? mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Let's look let's got Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. Uh, pumpkin is all the rage at Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers for a limited time. Guests can enjoy a pumpkin pie concrete and pumpkin pie shake.
1: All right. I'll, I'm in. I'm in on
0: both of those. Premier. Uh, excellent. Hungry Howie's. Never heard of it before. Oh, yeah. It's a pizza place. Is it? Up by you? Uh,
1: No, the last one I saw was down in Lafayette.
0: Oh, gotcha. Uh, Participating Hungry Howie's locations are bringing back pumpkin spice Howie bread as an addition to the brand Howie bread lineup. The seasonal bread is available through November and contains 16 pieces of oven-baked breadsticks with pumpkin spice and a side of white icing. I...
1: I kinda wanna try it. I'll premiere.
0: Premier? Yeah. Yep.
1: I like their regular Howie bread, so it can't be that much worse with pumpkin spice, right?
0: No, no, it just kinda it kinda looks like uh like how they have like the uh cinnamon sugar breads and stuff yeah. like some places. I mean to me that's kinda similar. You know, it's just right? uh, you know like a sweet pumpkin like kind of treat bread, like a dessert bread. Yeah, like how
1: bad could it be?
0: Yeah, it could be I don't think it could be bad bad at all. No. Nah. Um I have Launching pumpkin spice menu starting August 28th at participating locations. In addition to the brand's signature pumpkin spice pancakes, its seasonal menu includes pumpkin spice cold foam cold brew. I have should not be getting into the cold foam cold brew business. Stick to fucking pancakes. Yep. But pumpkin spice pancake and pumpkin spice cold brew.
1: Uh, Premier on the pancakes, uh, extra on the cold brew.
0: Awesome. Jamba is offering a taste of fall with its new seasonal offerings. These include a new pumpkin smash bowl, which to me looks like there's some banana. looks like there's some oats, nuts, and a uh, like a pureed pumpkin, pumpkin puree, uh, and pumpkin smash smoothie. Uh but waffle. Nope, nope, nope. So we have a pumpkin smash bowl and a pumpkin smash smoothie.
1: Mm. See, the thing is, and I'm realizing this as we're going through it, uh, I I like pumpkin. It's the pumpkin spice I tend to have an objection to. Ooh. So I'm in. Premier for both of these.
0: Excellent. So here's a place called Just Salad. Mm. Uh, and let me read you about their soup. <laughs> uh, starting soup. September, The liquid salad. <laughs> yeah. Starting September 14th, Just Salad is celebrated. Fall 2023 with a new seasonal menu. Uh, The salad options are an autumn Caesar, buffalo cauliflower, cilantro, lime, and chicken, and a farmer's basket. That's fine. Uh, But they're also debuting, or I'm sorry, they're also uh, including a spiced pumpkin bisque.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. I love a pumpkin bisque. I'm Premiere. Excellent. Uh, Krispy Kreme. In addition to the pumpkin spice original glazed donut, the pumpkin spice cake donut, the Krispy Kreme is releasing a new pumpkin spice maple pecan donut and pumpkin spice cheesecake swirl donut. To top it off, Krispy Kreme pumpkin spice coffee and pumpkin spice lattes are also on the menu. So I'm just going to read them one by one, and you just answer right after I say them again. Okay? All right. So uh, pumpkin spice maple pecan donut. Premier. Uh, original Pumpkin Spice Glazed Donut Premier Pumpkin Spice Cake Donut Premier uh, Let's go with the Pumpkin Spice Coffee Light Pumpkin Spice Latte Light Cool uh, I think that might be it, Joe Oh, we'll hold that Smoothie King Ooh, Smoothie King! I love a Smoothie King. Smoothie King, uh, I'll see, you. August 29th, Smoothie King is releasing five limited time pumpkin smoothies. <clears throat> These smoothies include pumpkin power meal, pumpkin slim and trim, pumpkin vegan, pumpkin coffee, high protein, pro- high protein, and pumpkin delight. So, pumpkin smoothies, Joe.
1: Yeah? I'll uh premiere. I'll allow it. I love Smoothie King. Uh, they've never done me wrong.
0: Uh, Plus, at the end of
1: the day, it just tastes like bananas. Uh,
0: another one we're going to try is going to be the uh, Pumpkin Spice Frosty and Pumpkin Spice Frosty Cream Cold Brew from Wendy's. Mm. I think we're just going to do the Pumpkin Spice uh, Frosty, not the coffee. Perfect. Yeah. So, Pumpkin Spice Frosty from Wendy's. I love it. I'm in. Excellent. Uh, I, I guess I got to do Starbucks. I can't I can't not do Starbucks. Uh, two decades ago, Starbucks introduced the world to the pumpkin spice latte. The autumn staple is back on the coffee brand fall 2023 menu. Guests can also enjoy Starbucks iced pumpkin cream chai tea latte. Uh, that's an apple, 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 apple. So, let's look at the original, uh, pumpkin spice latte, uh, pumpkin spice latte. Uh,
1: light. I don't want to try it again. I will try it again. I don't want to.
0: And Starbucks iced pumpkin cream chai tea latte. Oh, it's a chai tea latte. I gotta mm-hmm. remember that.
1: I like chai tea.
0: Excellent. And there we go, Joe. We're a bunch of places I never heard of, but we don't gotta run through them. But we will uh we will get together and we will uh do some uh do some samplings of shit. Nice. So, guys, make sure, uh, you know, just comment, you know, comment and share with us what uh, what your favorite pumpkin spice, pumpkin pie, pumpkin flavored fast food menu item is. And maybe we'll see if we can hunt it down and try it for you. Yeah. So, this is my favorite part of the year. This is my favorite part of the episode where the Freak Joe takes over and he brings us the very first freaky tale of 2023. It's all you, Joe.
1: A lot of pressure this year.
0: I would, I would sure hope so. That's what I was going yeah. for. Pressure.
1: Stand stand down on to... me. Stand stand down on you. Anyway, I don't know <laughs> what the words are there. I just make them up.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, fine, man. I mean, I think most people do, anyways. Right? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, most of them. It's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, are you though, bro? Yeah. So this year's story is the Ghost Club by John Hendrick Bangs. The Ghost Club, an unfortunate episode in the life of number 5010. Number 5010 was at the time when I received the details of this story from his lips, a stalwart man of 38, swart of hue, of pleasing address, and altogether the last person one would take for a convict serving a term for sneak thieving. The only outer symptoms of his actual condition were the striped suit he wore, the style and cut of which are still in vogue at Sing Sing Prison, and the closely cropped hair, which showed off the distinctly intellectual lines of his head to great advantage. He was engaged in making shoes when I first saw him, and so impressed was I with the contrast between his really refined features and the grace of manner and those of his brutish-looking companions, that I asked my guide who he was and what were the circumstances which brought him to Sing Sing. He pegs shoes like a gentleman, I said. Yes, returned the keeper. He's very troublesome that way. He thinks he's too good for his position. We can't never do nothing with the boots he makes. Why do you keep him at work in the shoe department? I queried. We haven't got no work to be done in his special line, so we have to put him at whatever we can. He pegs shoes less badly than he does anything else. What was his special line? He was a gentleman of tra- leisure, traveling for his health before he got into the toils of the law. His name is Marmaduke Fritz Tappington de Wolf of Pelhamshurst by the sea Warwickshire. He landed in his, this country of a Tuesday, took to collecting souvenir spoons of a Friday, was jugged the same day, tried convicted, and there he sits, and in for two years more. How interesting, I said. Was the evidence against him conclusive? Extremely. A half dozen spoons was found on his person. He pleaded guilty, I suppose? Not him. He claimed to be as innocent as a newborn babe. Told a cock and bull story about having been deluded by spirits, but the judge and jury wasn't to be fooled. They gave him every chance, too. He even cabled himself, the judge did, to Pelhamhurst by the Sea, Warwickshire, at his own expense, to see if the man was an impostor. But he never got no reply. There was them as said there was no such place as Ballamburst by the sea in Warwickshire, but they never proved it. I should very much like to interview him, said I. It can't be done, sir, said my guide. The rules is very strict. You couldn't, uh, arrange an interview for me, I asked, jingling a bunch of keys in my pocket. He must have recognized the sound, for he colored and gruffly replied, I as me orders and I obeys them. Just, uh... Add this to the pension fund, I put in, handing him a five-dollar bill. An interview is impossible, eh? I didn't say impossible, he answered with a grateful smile. I said against the rules, but we've been known to make exceptions, I think I can fix you up. Suffice it to say that he did fix me up, and that two hours later, 5010 and I sat down together in the cell of the former, a not too commodious stall, and had a pleasant chat in the course of which he told me the story of his life, which, as I had surmised, was to me at least exceedingly interesting, and easily worth twice the amount of my contribution to the pension fund, under the management of my guide in the morning. My real name, said the unfortunate convict, as you may already have guessed, is not 5010, that is an alias forced upon me by the state authorities. My real name is Austin Merton Sureness. said I. Then the guide erred this morning when he told me that in reality you were Marmaduke FitzTappington Tappington de Wolfe, of Pelhamhurst-by-the-Sea, Warwickshire. Number 5010 laughed long and loud. Of course he erred. You don't suppose that I would give the authorities my real name, do you? Why, man, I am a nephew. I have an aged uncle, a rich millionaire uncle, whose heart and will it would break were he to hear of my present plight.' Both the heart and will are in my favor, hence my tender solicitude for him. I am innocent, of course, convicts always are. So I gave him a false name, gave a false name to the authorities, and secretly informed my uncle that I was about to set out for a walking trip across the great American desert, requesting him not to worry if he did not hear from me for a number of years, America being a state of semi civilization, to which males outside of certain districts are entirely unknown. My uncle, being an Englishman and a conservative gentleman, added more to reading than to travel, accepts the information as voracious, and suspects nothing, and when I am liberated I shall return to him, and at his death shall become a conservative man of wealth myself. See? But if you are innocent, and he rich and influential, why did you not appeal to him to save you? I asked. "'Because I was afraid that he, like the rest of the world, would decline to believe my defense,' sighed 5010. "'It was a good defense, if the judge had only known it, and I'm proud of it. "'But ineffectual,' I put in, and so, not good. "'Alas, yes, this is an incredulous age. "'People, particularly judges, are hard-headed practical men of affairs. "'My defense was suited more for an age of mystical tendencies.' Why, will you believe it, sir, my own lawyer, the man to whom I paid eighteen dollars and seventy-five cents for championing my cause, told me the defense was rubbish, devoid even of literary merit. What chance could a man have if his lawyer didn't even believe him? None, I answered, sadly. And you had no chance at all, though innocent? Yes, I had one, and I chose not to take it. I might have proved myself non compos mentis. But that involved my making a fool of myself in public before a jury, and I have too much dignity for that, I can tell you. I told my lawyer that I should prefer a felon's cell to the richly furnished flat of a wealthy lunatic, to which he replied, Then all is lost! And so it was. I read my defense in court. The judge laughed, the jury whispered, and I was a convicted instanter of stealing spoons, when murder itself was no further from my thoughts than theft. But they tell me you were caught red-handed. "'said I. Were not a half-dozen spoons found upon your person?' "'In my hand,' returned the prisoner. "'The spoons were in my hand when I was arrested, "'and they were there seen by the owner, the police, "'and by the usual crowd of small boys that congregated such embarrassing moments, "'springing up out of sidewalks, dropping down from the heavens, "'swarming in from everywhere.' I had no idea there were so many small boys in the world until I was arrested and found myself the cynosure of a million or more innocent blue eyes. Were they all blue-eyed? I queried, thinking the point interesting from a scientific point of view, hoping to discover that curiosity of a morbid character was always found in connection with eyes of a specific hue. Oh, no, I fancy not, returned my host but to a man with a load of another fellow's spoons in his possession and a pair of handcuffs on his wrists, everything looks blue. I don't doubt it, I replied. But, uh, just how now could you defend yourself when every bit of evidence, and you will excuse me for saying so conclusive evidence that that, pointed to your guilt? The spoons were a gift, he answered. But the owner denied that. I know it. That's where the beastly part of it all came in. They were not given to me by the owner, but by a lot of mean, low-down, practical-joke-loving ghosts. Number 5010's anger as he spoke these words was terrible to witness, and as he strode up and down the floor of his cell and dashed his arms right and left, I wished for a moment that I was elsewhere. I should not have flown, however, even had the cell door been open and my way clear— for his suggestion of a supernatural agency in connection with his crime whetted my curiosity until it was more keen than ever, and I made up my mind to hear the story to the end, if I had to commit a crime and get myself sentenced to confinement in that prison for life to do so. Fortunately, extreme measures of this nature were unnecessary, for after a few minutes, sureness calmed down, and seated himself beside me on the cot, drained his water pitcher to the dregs, and began. Excuse me for not offering you a drink, he said, but the wine they serve here, while moist, is hardly what a connoisseur would choose except for bathing purposes, and I compliment you by assuming that you do not wish to taste it. Thank you, I said. I do not like to take water straight, exactly. I always dilute it, in fact, with a little of this. Here I extracted a small flask from my pocket and handed it to him. Ah, he said, smacking his lips as he took a long pull from its contents. That puts spirit into a man. Yes, it does, I replied, ruefully, as I noted that he had left me very little but the flask. But I don't think it was necessary for you to deprive me of all mine. No, that is, you can't appreciate the necessity unless you uh, you have suffered in your life as I am suffering. You never were sent up yourself. I gave him a glance that was all indignation. I guess not, I said. I have led a life that is above reproach. Good, he replied. And what a satisfaction that is, eh? I don't believe I've been able to stand this jail life if it wasn't for my conscience, which is as clear and clean as it would be if I'd never used it. Would you mind telling me what your defense was, I asked. Certainly not, said he, cheerfully. I'd be very glad to give it to you. But you must remember one thing. It is copyrighted. Fire ahead, I said with a smile. I'll respect your copyright. I'll give you a royalty on what I get for the story. Very good, he answered. It was like this. To begin, I must tell you that when I was a boy preparing for college, I had for a chum a brilliant, fun-loving fellow named Holly Hicks, concerning whose future various prophecies had been made. His mother often asserted that he would be a great poet. His father thought he was born to be a great general. Our headmaster at the Scarbury Institute for Young Gentlemen prophesied the gallows. They were all wrong, though. For myself, I think that he had, uh, if he had lived long enough, almost any one of the prophecies might have come true. The trouble was that Hawley died at the age of twenty-three. Fifteen years elapsed. I was graduated with high honors at Bresno's, lived a life of elegant leisure, and at the age of thirty-seven broke down in health. That was about a year ago. My uncle, whose heir and constant companion I was, gave me a liberal allowance and sent me off to travel. I came to America, landed in New York early in September, and set about winning back the color which had departed from my cheeks by an assiduous devotion to such pleasures as New York affords. Two days after my arrival, I set out for an airing at Coney Island, leaving my hotel at four in the afternoon. On my way down Broadway, I was suddenly startled at hearing my name spoken from behind me, and appalled on turning to see by standing with outstretched hands no less a person than my defunct chum, Hawley Hicks. Impossible, said I. Exactly my remark, returned number 5010. To which I added, Holly Hicks, it can't be you. But it is me, he replied. And then I was convinced, for Holly never was good on his grammar. I looked at him a minute and then said, but Holly, I thought you were dead. I am, he answered. But why should a little thing like that stand between friends? It shouldn't, Holly, I answered meekly. "'But it's condemnedly unusual, you know, for a man to associate even with his best friends fifteen years after they have died and been buried. "'Do you mean to say, Austin, that just because I was weak enough once to succumb to a bad cold, "'you, my dearest friend of my youth, the closest companion of my school days, "'the partner of my childish joys, intend to go back on me here in a strange city?' Holly, I answered huskily, "'not a bit.' My letter of credit, my room at the hotel, my dress suit, and even my cricket ticket to Coney Island are at your disposal. But I think the partner of your childish joys ought first to be let in on the ground floor of this enterprise, and informed how the deuce you managed to show up in New York fifteen years subsequent to your obsequities. uh, Obsequies. Is New York the hereafter for boys of your kind, or is this some freak of my imagination?' That was an eminently proper question I put in, just to show that while the story I was hearing terrified me, I was not altogether speechless. It was indeed, said 5010. And Hawley recognized it as such, for he replied at once... "'Neither,' said he. "'Your imagination is all right, and New York is neither heaven nor the other place. "'The fact is, I'm spooking, and I can tell you, Austin, "'it's just about the finest kind of work there is. "'If you could manage to shuffle off your mortal coil "'and get in with a lot of ghosts the way I have, "'you'd be playing in great luck.' "'Thanks for the hint, Holly,' I said with a grateful smile. "'But to tell you the truth, I do not find that life is entirely bad.' I get my three meals a day, keep my pocket full of coin, and sleep eight hours every night on a couch that couldn't be more desirable if it were studded with jewels and had mineral springs. That's your mortal ignorance, Austin, he retorted. I lived long enough to appreciate the necessity of being ignorant, but your style of existence is really not to be mentioned in the same cycle with mine. You talk about three meals a day as if that were an ideal. You forget that with the eating, your labor has just begun. Those meals have to be digested, every one of them. And if you could only understand it, it would appall you to see what a fearful wear and tear that act of digestion is. In my life, you are feasting all the time, but with no need for digestion. You speak of money in your pockets? Well, uh, I have none, yet I am the richer of the two. I don't need money. "'The world is mine. "'If I chose to, I could pour the contents of that jeweler's window into your lap in five seconds. "'But qui bono! "'The gems delight my eye quite as well where they are. "'And as for travel, Austin, of which you've always been fond, "'the spectral method beats all. "'Just watch me!' "'I watched him as well as I could for a minute,' said 5010. "'And then he disappeared. "'In another minute he was before me again. "'Well,' I said, I suppose you've been around the block in that time, eh? He roared with laughter. Around the block, he ejaculated. I have done the continent of Europe, taken a run through China, haunted the emperor of Japan, and sailed around the Horn since I left you a minute ago. He was a truthful boy, in spite of his peculiarities, Holly was, said Sureness quietly. So I had to believe what he said. He abhorred lies. That was pretty fast traveling, though, said I. He'd make a fine messenger boy. That's so. I wish I'd suggested it to him, smiled my host. But I can tell you, sir, I was astonished. Hawley, I said, you always were a fast youth, but I never thought you would develop into this. I wonder you're not out of breath after such a journey. Another point, my dear Austin, in favor of my mode of existence. We spooks have no breath to begin with. Consequently, to get out of it is no deprivation. But I say, he added, "'Whither are you bound?' "'To Coney Island to see the sights,' I replied. "'Won't you join me?' "'Not I,' he replied. "'Coney Island is tame. "'When I first joined the spectre band, "'it seems to me that none could do- nothing could delight me more "'than an eternal round of gaiety like that. "'But, Austin, I had changed. "'I have developed a good deal since you and I were parted at the grave.' "'I should say you had,' I answered. "'I doubt if many of your old friends would know you.' You seem to have had difficulty in so doing yourself, Austin, he replied regretfully. But see here, old chap, give up Coney Island and spend the evening with me at the club. You'll have a good time, I can assure you. The club, I said. You don't mean to say you have vision, you visions have a club? I do indeed. The Ghost Club is the most flourishing association of choice spirits in the world. We have rooms in every city in creation, and the finest part of it is that there are no dues to be paid. The membership list holds some of the finest names in history. Shakespeare, Milton, Chaucer, Napoleon Bonaparte, Caesar, George Washington, Mozart, Frederick the Great, Mark Antony Cassius was blackballed on Caesar's account, Galileo, Confucius. You admit the Chinese, eh? I queried. Not always, he replied. But Con was such a good fellow that they had not the heart to keep him out. But you see, Austin, what a lot of fine fellows there are in it. Yes, it's a magnificent list, and I should say they made a pretty interesting set of fellows to hear talk, I put in. Well, rather, Holly replied, I wish you could have heard a debate between Shakespeare and Caesar on the resolution, The pen is mightier than the sword. It was immense. "'I should think it might have been,' I said. "'Which one?' "'The sword party. They are the best fighters, though on the merits of the argument Shakespeare was way ahead. "'If I thought I'd stand a chance of seeing spooks like that, I think I'd give up Coney Highland and go with you,' I said. "'Well,' replied Holly, "'that's just the kind of a chance you do stand.' They'll all be there tonight, and as this is Ladies' Day, you might meet Lucretia Borgia, Cleopatra, and a few other feminine apparitions of considerable note. That settles it. I am yours for the rest of the day, I said. And so we adjourned to the rooms of the Ghost Club. These rooms were in a beautiful house on Fifth Avenue, the number of the houses you will find on consulting the court records. I have forgotten it. It was a large, broad, brownstone structure, and has, must have been over one hundred and fifty feet in depth. Such fittings I never saw before. Everything was in the height of luxury, and I am quite certain that among beings to whom money is a measure of possibility, no such magnificence is attainable. The paintings on the walls were by the most famous artists of our own and other days, The rugs on the superbly polished floors were worth fortunes, not only for their exquisite beauty, but also for their extreme rarity, in keeping with these were the furniture and bric-a-brac. In short, my dear sir, I had never dreamed of anything so dazzlingly, so superbly magnificent as that apartment into which I was ushered by the ghost ghost of my quondam friend, Holly Hicks. At first I was speechless with wonder, which seemed to amuse Hicks very much, pretty fine, eh? he said with a short laugh. Well, I replied in a moment, considering that you can get along without money and without all the resources of the world are at your disposal, is it not it is not more than half bad? Have you a library? I was always fond of books- I was always fond of books, explained five zero one zero in parentheses to me, and so was quite anxious to see what the club of ghosts could show in the way of literary treasures. "'Imagine my surprise when Hawley informed me that the club had no collection of the sort "'to appeal to the bibliophile. "'No,' he answered, "'we have no library. "'Rather strange,' I said, "'that a club to which men like Shakespeare, Milton, Edgar Allan Poe, "'and other deceased literati belong, should be deficient in that respect. "'Not at all,' said he. "'Why should we want books when we have the men themselves to tell their tales to us? "'Would you give a rap?' Uh, the smallest amount, to possess a set of Shakespeare, if William himself would sit down and rattle off the whole business to you any time you chose to ask him to do it? Would you follow Scott's printed narratives through the devious and tedious period- periods if Sir Walter, in spirit, would come to you on demand and tell you all the old stories over again in a tenth part of the time it would take you to read the introduction to one of them? I fancy not, I said. Are you in such luck? I am, said Hawley. Only personally, I never send for Scott or Shakespeare. I prefer something lighter than either Douglas, Gerald, or Marriott. But best of all, I like to sit down and hear Noah swap animal stories with Davy Crockett. Noah's the brightest man of his age in the club. Adam's kind of slow. How about Solomon? I asked. "'more to be flippant than with any desire for information. "'I was much amused to hear Holly speak of these great spirits, "'as if he and they were chums of long-standing. "'Solomon has resigned from the club,' he said with a sad sigh. "'He was a good fellow, Solomon was, "'but he thought he knew it all until old Dr. Johnson got a hold of him, "'and then he knuckled under.' It's rather rough for a man to get firmly established in his belief that he is the wisest creature going, and then, after a couple thousand years, have an Englishman come along and tell him things that he never knew before, especially the way Sam Johnson delivers himself of his opinions. Johnson never cared whom he hurt, you know, and when he got after Solomon, he did it with all his might. I wonder if Boswell was there, I ventured. Hmm. "'I wonder if Boswell was there,' I ventured, "'interrupting 5010 in his extraordinary narrative for an instant. "'Yes, he was there,' returned the prisoner. "'I met him later in the evening, but he isn't the spook he might be. "'He never had much spirit anyhow, "'and when he died he had to leave his nose behind him, and that settled him. "'Of course,' I answered. "'Boswell with no nose to stick into other people's affairs "'would have been like Othello with Desdemonia left out. "'But go on, what did you do next?' Well, 5010 resumed, after I'd looked about me and drunk my fill of the magnificence on every hand, Holly took me into the music room and introduced me to Mozart and Wagner and a few other great composers. In response to my request, Wagner played an impromptu version of Daisy Bell on the organ. It was great. Not much like Daisy Bell, of course, more like a collision between a cyclone and a seamoom in a tin-plate mining camp. In fact... Nevertheless, marvelous. I did try to remember it afterwards and jotted down a few notes, but I found the first bar took up seven sheets of fool's cap, and so I gave it up. Then Mozart tried his hand at the banjo for my amusement. Mendelssohn sang a half-dozen of his songs without words, and then Gottschalk played one of Poe's weird stories on the piano. Then Carlyle came in and Hawley introduced me to him. He was a gruff old gentleman and seemed anxious to have Freud become ineligible and I judged from the rather fierce manner in which he handled a club he had held in his hand, that there was one or two other men of prominence still living he was anxious to meet. Dickens, too, was desirous of a two-minute interview, with certain of his, at present purely mortal critics. And between you and me, if if the wink that Bankett gave Shakespeare when I spoke of Ignatius Donnelly met any, meant anything... The famous cryptogrammarian will do well to drink a bottle of the elixir of life every morning before breakfast, and stave off dissolution as long as he can. There's no getting around the fact, sir, Sheerness added, with a significant shake of the head, that the present leaders of the literary thought, with critical tendencies, are going to have the hardest kind of a time when they cross the river, and apply for admission to the ghost club.' I don't ask for any better fun than that of watching from a safe distance the initiation ceremonies of the next dozen who go over. And as an Englishman, sir, who thoroughly believes in and admires Lord Wolseley, if I were out of jail and able to do it, I'd write him a letter and warn him that he would better advise his, uh, revise his estimates of certain famous soldiers no longer living if he desires to find rest in that mysterious other world whither he must eventually betake himself.' They've got their swords sharpened for him, and he'll discover an instance when he gets over there in which the sword is mightier than the pen. After that, Hawley took me upstairs and introduced me to the spirit of Napoleon Bonaparte, with whom I passed about twenty-five minutes talking over his victories and defeat. Defeats. He told me he could never understand how a man like Wellington came to defeat him at Waterloo and added that he had sounded the Iron Duke on the subject, and found him equally ignorant. So the afternoon and evening passed. I met quite a number of famous ladies, Catherine, Marie-Louise, Josephine, Queen Elizabeth, and others. Talked to architecture with Queen Anne, and was surprised to learn that she never saw Queen Anne Cottage. I took Peg Woofington down to supper, and although altogether had a fine time of it. But, my dear sureness, I put in at this point, I fail to see what this has to do with your defense and your trial for stealing spoons. I'm coming to that, said 5010, sadly. I dwell on the moments past at the club because they were the happiest of my life, and am loath to speak of what followed. But I suppose I must. It was all due to Queen Isabella that I got into trouble.' Peg Woffington presented me to Queen Isabella in the supper room, and while we were, while Her Majesty and I were talking, I spoke of how beautiful everything in the club was, and admired especially a half-dozen old Spanish spoons upon the sideboard. When I had done this, the Queen called to Ferdinand, who was chatting with Columbus on the other side of the room, to come to her, which he did with alacrity. I was presented to the King, and then my troubles began.' Mr. Sureness admires our spoons, Ferdinand, said the queen. The king smiled and, turning to me, observed, Sir, they are yours. Why is he French? I don't know. Uh, Waiter, just do these spoons up and give them to Mr. Sureness. Of course, said 5010. I protested against this, whereupon the king looked displeased. It is the rule of our club, sir. As well as an old Spanish custom for us to present to our guests anything that they might happen to openly admire. You are surely sufficiently well acquainted with the etiquette of a club, of club life, to know that guests may not with propriety decline to be governed by the regulations of the club whose hospitality they are enjoying. I am certainly aware of that, my dear king, I replied, and of course I accept the spoons with exceedingly deep gratitude. My remonstrance was prompted solely by my desire to explain to you that I was unaware of any such regulation, and to assure you that when I ventured to inform your good wife that the spoons had excited my sincerest admiration, I was not hinting that it would please me greatly to be accounted their possessor. Your courtly speech, sir, returned the king with a low bow, is ample assurance of your sincerity, and I beg that you will put the spoons in your pocket and say no more. They are yours, verb sap. I thanked the great Spaniard and said no more, pocketing the spoons with no little exultation because, having always been a lover of the quaint and beautiful, I was quite glad to possess such treasures, though I must confess to some misgivings as to the possibility of their being unreal. Shortly after this episode, I looked at my watch and discovered that it was getting well on towards eleven o'clock, and I sought out Holly for the purpose of thanking him for a delightful evening and of taking my leave. I met him in the hall, talking to Euripides on the subject of the amateur stage in the United States. What they said I did not stop to hear, but offering my hands to Hawley informed him of my intention to depart. "'Well, old chap,' he said affectionately, "'I'm glad you came. It's always a pleasure to see you, and I hope we may meet again sometime soon.' "'And then, catching sight of my bundle,' he asked, "'What have you there?' I informed him of the episode of the supper room, and fancied I perceived a look of annoyance on his countenance. I didn't want to take them, Hawley, I said, but Ferdinand insisted. Oh, it's all right, returned Hawley. Only I'm sorry. You better get along home with them as quickly as you can and say nothing, and above all, don't try to sell them. But why? I asked. I'd much prefer to leave them here if there's any question of the propriety of my... Here, continued 5010, Holly seemed to grow impatient, for he stamped his foot angrily and bade me go at once or there might be trouble. I proceeded to obey him and left the house instant slamming the door somewhat angrily behind me. Holly's unceremonious way of speeding his parting guest did not seem to me to be exactly what I had a right to expect at the time. I see now what his object was, and acquit him of any intention to be rude. I must say, if I ever catch him again, I'll wring an explanation from him for having introduced me into such bad company. As I walked down the steps, said 5010, the chimes of the neighboring church were clanging at the hour of eleven. I stopped at the last step to look for a possible hansom cab, when a portly gentleman, accompanied by a lady, started to mount the stoop. The man eyed me narrowly for a moment, and then, sending the lady up the steps, he turned to me and said, What are you doing here? I just left the club, I answered. It's all right. I was Holly Hicks' guest. Whose ghost are you? What the deuce are you talking about? He asked, rather gruffly, much to my surprise and discomfort. I tried to give you a civil answer to your question, I returned indignantly. I guess you're crazy, or a thief, he rejoined. See here, friend, I put in, rather impressively. Just remember one thing. You are talking to a gentleman, and I don't take remarks of that sort from anybody, spook or otherwise. I don't care if you're the ghost of the Emperor Nero, if you give me any more of your impudence, I'll dissipate you to the four quarters of the universe, see? Then he grabbed me and shouted for the police, and I was painfully surprised to find that instead of coping with a mysterious being from another world, I had two hundred and ten pounds of flesh and blood to handle. The populace began to gather, the million and a half of small boys of whom I had already spoken, mostly street gamins, owing to the lateness of the hour, sprang up from all around us. Handsome cab drivers, attracted by the noise of our altercation, drew up to the sidewalk to watch developments, and then, after the usual fifteen or twenty minutes, the blue-coat emissary of justice appeared. "'Was this?' he answered. "'I have detected this man leaving my house in a suspicious manner,' said my adversary." I have, sus- I have reason to suspect him of thieving. Your house, I ejaculated with fine scorn. I've got you there. This is the house of the New York branch of the ghost club. If you want it proved, I added, turning to the policeman, ring the bell and ask. Oh, I think that's fair proposition, observed the policeman, is the motion seconded. Oh, come now, cried my captor. Stop this nonsense, or I'll report you to the department. This is my house, and has been for twenty years. I want this man searched. I have no wa- warrant permitting me to investigate the contents of the gentleman's clothes, returned the intelligent member of the forest. But avyers, but avyers, you'll, uh, but avyers will take your solemn alibi to that years of Racin' to believe the gentleman was workin' only Abbeyus Corpus business on your property, all jugged a blackguard. "'I'll be responsible,' said the alleged owner of the house. "'Take him to the station.' "'I refuse to move,' I said. "'I'll not carry us,' said the policeman. "'And i would advise you to finish your own locomotion. Ab you don't, I'll use me club. "'That's the only way you'll get the ambulance.' "'Oh, well, if you insist,' I replied. "'Of course I'll go. I have nothing to fear.' "'You see,' added 5010 to me in parentheses, "'the thought suddenly flashed across my mind that if it was all as my captor said, "'if the house was really his and not the ghost-clubs, "'if the whole thing was only my fancy, "'the spoons themselves would turn out to be entirely fanciful. "'So I was all right, or at least I thought I was. "'So we trotted along to the police station.' On the way, I told the policeman the whole story, which impressed him so that he crossed himself a half a dozen times and uttered numerous ejaculatory prayers. Marder the saints preserve us, and heaven have mercy, and others of like import. Was the ghost of Dan O'Connell there? he asked. Yes, I replied. I shook hands with it. Let me shake that hand, he said, his voice trembling with emotion. And then he whispered in my ear, oh, I believe he is to be innocent. But I, but av ain't for the love of Dan, or I'll let ye's escape. Thanks, old fellow, I replied. But I am innocent of wrongdoing, as I can prove. Alas, sighed the convict, convict, it was not to be so. When I arrived at the station house, I was dumbfounded to learn that the spoons were all too real. I told my story to the sergeant, and he pointed to the monogram, GC, on the spoons, as evidence that my story was correct, but even that told against me for the alleged owner's initials were GC, his name I withhold, and the monogram only served to substantiate his claim to the spoons. Worst of all, he claimed that he had been robbed on several occasions before this, and by midnight I found myself locked up in a dirty cell to await trial. I got a lawyer, and as I said before, even even he declined to believe my story, and suggested the insanity dodge. Of course, I wouldn't agree to that. I tried to get him to subpoena Ferdinand and Isabella and Euripides and Hawley Hicks in my behalf, and all he'd do is sit there and shake his head at me. Then I suggested going up to the Metropolitan Opera House some fearful night as the clock struck twelve, and tried to serve papers on Wagner's Smook hall, of which he treated as unworthy of a moment's consideration. Then I was tried, convicted, and sentenced to live in this beastly hole, but I have one strong hope to buoy me up. And if if that is realized, I'll be free tomorrow morning. What is that? I asked. Aye, he answered with a sigh, as the bell rang, summoning him to his supper. Why, the whole horrid business has been so weird and uncanny that I'm beginning to believe it's all a dream. If it is, why, I'll wake up at home and find myself at home in bed. That's all. I've clung to that hope for nearly a year now, but it's getting weaker every minute.' Yes, five zero one zero. I answered, striding and shaking him by the hand and parting. That's a mighty forlorn hope, because I'm pretty wide awake myself at this moment and can't be a part of your dream. The great pity is you didn't try the insanity dodge. T-, he answered. That is the last resource of a weak mind. The end.
0: Perfect. Perfect story to start out this freaky show. I yeah, liked it, man, that was a good one. That was a good call. Yeah. Thank you. God. Just looked good. Yeah, dude. And, you know, and the thing, the thing is, like, it's one, one. First off, my favorite reason to, you know, the reason why this is my favorite thing, because I love when you read a story. You have the voice to read somebody. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. But secondly, it's like these are stories that I mean, because we've done it. I want to say almost every year except for one. I I think so. Um, and I don't think we did, uh, we didn't do the, I don't think we did the story thing the first year. I'd have to go back and double check, but we're getting stories that like I've never heard of before, right? From, from authors I've never heard of before, except for Edgar Allan Poe. Like obviously everyone knows, yeah, everyone knows Eddie, you know, but, um, yeah, no, dude, it, that was good. I liked it. Um, and I'm so glad that we're going to get at least three more for, uh, for yeah. this, uh, for this, uh, series in 2023. But
1: absolutely. I need to learn how to do a Spanish accent though, because that French one really sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, they're good, man. They're good. Yeah, I, I, for me, it was like a slight, I heard a slight Cockney accent going on. Mm. Interesting, yeah. Like a, like a. I don't know if it'd be Cockney, but definitely like Sweeney Todd esque. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, dude. Yeah, no. Very, very good pick. Good story. Good read. All in Thank all, you. fantastic. What uh? What are you? What are you freaky thinking about, Joe? What am I freaky thinking about? What are you freaky thinking about?
1: I uh. Well, I could go with my default, which is that I've continued to read One Piece. Or not read, watch One Piece, uh, the anime on Netflix. Uh or what I could say, since we're in the spirit of the month, I am freaky thinking about the uh the next book in the Locked Tomb series, which I may have mentioned a few episodes ago. Um Ooh. which is the uh it's that uh, by Tasman Weir, the uh the lesbian necromancy stories.
0: Yeah. There's always like a like a three or four part like novel yeah yeah so I
1: start I finally got around to starting part three in earnest and uh, it's good it's a good story I I have no idea what's going on yet but um, but I'm having a good time so awesome I will recommend it it's called no to the ninth and uh, I would not recommend reading it out of order but you know uh, I'm not going to tell people how to live their lives on that front (laughs) so what about you what are you freaky thinking about
0: Oh well, Joe, I can tell you exactly what I'm freaking thinking about. There is a variety of sauces sitting on my dining room table. Yeah. That need to be tried. Yeah. And I've been thinking, like, like, wh- how can we do it? Because the thing is, like, I, because we're, we always talk about doing all these food uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. videos, these you know, trying and sampling all these things. And I definitely want to do all this stuff, but at the same time, I don't want to. Overindulge ourselves into a lot of unhealthy eating. Mm mm-hmm. You know, that's why I like, well, that's why I like, you know, when you sit here and you look at all these like, uh, these pumpkin spice things that we're going to try this, you know, this, you know, fall. Yeah. Um, we could definitely, you know, order like the smaller sizes of it and all that stuff, you know, you know, the, the frosties, we just order a small frosty because they're small, by the way. Which, by the way, uh, when these, when you have Frosties and somebody orders it, the biggest size, stop calling it a large, cause it's not. It's definitely right. not large. You call it a, uh, a, a, a medium, you call it a small, and you call it a junior. I don't give a fuck, but stop calling it a large, cause it's not a large Frosty. 100% not. Hmm. Uh, but I was also thinking of like a healthy alternative to try these sauces. And for guys who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Elijah hot sauces that, uh, Joe and I ordered, uh, offline. It's very famous on TikTok and everything. Um, but there's, there's like six hot sauces and two barbecue sauces that we're going to try. And, you know, the logical thing is to try it on like wings or some shit. But I was thinking like, what about like air frying cauliflower? Hmm. And try it on the cauliflower because Buffalo Wild Wings, they have like, uh, cauliflower, you know, like replacement. You get like cauliflower with, you know, like yeah. the sauces on it and shit. I was like, well, maybe we get, maybe we want to find a healthier route. You know, I got the air fryer. I got a really nice fucking air fryer. You know, we'll throw some, you know, uh, what the hell are those those, uh, what are they called? Florets? Fl- yeah, yeah, florets. <laughs> yeah, florets of cauliflower in there, you know, air fry them up and everything. And then we could toss them in the fucking sauce and everything and try them that way. I'm in. That sounds great. Right? And, I mean, for as good as cauliflower is, there's really not a taste to it. So it won't really uh challenge or alter any flavors of the sauce itself. Because I'm not going to eat spoonfuls of hot sauce. Fuck that. You know? But I will, you know, I would toss up some cauliflower and shit on it and try it that way. Yeah. Yeah, so, that sounds great. But that's, why, that's honestly what I've been thinking about. Like, especially, like... Thinking of all the content that we have coming out this October, you know, as far as the eleven videos on our YouTube channel, Freak Studios and you know, potentially four to uh four to eight uh you know podcast and um um you know doing the uh the fall, the fall sampling and stuff. Like there's so much content coming out just this month of October and I was like like what can we do? What can we put out? You know, like, what different things can we even do? Because it's it's very difficult for us to get together because our lives are so busy. So I want to try right. to get as much done in a day as possible. That's why we, when we do the cemetery vlogs, you know, we're shooting, you know, 11 different videos, but it's in the span of, like, two days. Right. You know, because, you know, we, it's not, we can't spend a week out in Wisconsin and we can't spend a week together on this show because we have, you know, a lot of other things in our lives that we have to do. But you know, if we can find a way to commit, like, you know, like you said, like when we were even talking about, you know, you know, when we were sampling these fall stuff, instead of like ordering a bunch of shit from a bunch of places, bringing it back to my house and, you know, sitting down and trying it one by one, I honestly think the best way to do it is to drive through the drive through, order it and eat it in the car. Shoot mm-hmm. that part, then drive to the next place, order it in the drive through, eat it in the car. You know, we just do all that shit. So, it's you know, I'm just I'm just thinking about like how we get these you what know, how how to do the content that we want to do, Mm-hmm. pretty much. So, and at the same time, trying to find a way to you know maintain the not overindulging shit. Because right. When we do you know sample this stuff, it is going to be a lot of ice cream and shit. Right.
1: Right. And well, you, you know, one day, one day of indulgence <sighs> if it is not
0: a diet destroy. No, no, I'm, I'm just worried about the amount of dairy. Yeah, yeah, one go. That's fair. That's fair. Like, like, like that, that, that sounds like a tummy ache. Yeah. Well, we do, get those lactate
1: pills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we do all this stuff for you guys, you know? We, uh, we wanna, we wanna put together the content for you. So, that's right.
1: And you know what? Once again, one more plug for com. The more you buy, the more we
0: try. So, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do gotta go with Doug, cause, uh, the idea of the, uh, live auction did come back up. Yeah. Nice. So we do yeah, so got figured out. Maybe we could find like a holiday season kind of thing. We could do, maybe could do, maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah maybe I'll talk, maybe, maybe I'll talk about it, We could do like, uh, yeah, maybe like a holiday thing. We'll, figure, we'll get that figured out. Cause, uh, it does sound like a cool idea. And I think it, I think it could work. Um, but yeah, uh, hey, Joe. Yeah. Uh, during the month of October, Freak Joe takes over the co-hosting duties as Cartoon Joe has a little break from us. But I know there are some listeners out there that share do miss Cartoon Joe. So after they get their fill of Freak Joe and they want to get some Cartoon Joe, where can they go? If you need
1: Cartoon Joe in the month of October, head on over to the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching
0: GeekCast Live. Excellent. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching This freaking Show. And of course, you can listen to This Freaky Show throughout the entire month of October, uh, on any platform you listen to your podcast. iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just search This freaking Show, and we'll pop up there. You get to enjoy us talking about Halloween all month long, and of course, here in The Freak Joe, sharing some of the uh, greatest short spooky stories ever in history. Oh, and fun fact, uh, Babes of Lore might be coming back on to kind of recap a one year anniversary with us, so. Nice. Yeah. So, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in with us. As always, I am Travesty. And I'm The Freak Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaky show. I'm a